everyone know that Emily oh, and I just spent like Oh my god, and all my music is minutes. playing. It's like, ain't no mountain high enough. Oh my god. We spent no like five wind. minutes trying to figure out what was wrong because uh, she couldn't hear me. No wind, no, no rain. Oh, winter is cold. Okay, Can't anyway. stop me, baby. Yep, you were right there. You were right there. Okay. More of the story is her headphones weren't plugged in. <laughs> oh, my God. So Aubrey was just like, I, everything is hooked up on my end, and I'm just staring at Aubrey waiting for her to fix it. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, she's like, let oh, me this sure I can hear me. music. <laughs> then I couldn't hear my music either. I turned that up all the way. <laughs> um, and then I realized my headphones were not plugged in. I was, like, dangling it in front of her and, like, wheezing. Yeah, it was pretty so funny. I decided to capture my wheeze because that only comes around once special on a good special occasion. <laughs> um, Just getting my notes. You know, I honestly feel like, oh, wow, and my screen was so dark. I can see now. Get it together, girlfriend. Uh, yeah, I'm like you last <laughs> week. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we, we, you know, we go back and forth. <laughs> yeah, we really do. Um, honestly, I feel like this is just a going to be almost a continuation of what we were kind of discussing last week. I mean, okay, y'all can hear my. Um, whoa! You just like twitched out. Really? That's oh, not fuck. a word, but you went like so. Actually, we couldn't hear you. <laughs> Yikes. Okay, maybe I should put it back on. Wait, Aubrey Ulysses <laughs> Quinn, you actually <laughs> you actually need to pierce your nose like that. Aubrey has like a little what do you call this? Why are you calling me out? People would think it was real if you didn't say anything. Oh my god, so <laughs> a sorry. Septum piercing. A septum, that's right. Well, you make it look so cute though. It's like this delicate rose gold one. Thank you. Maybe I'll take a picture of us later because we're starting an Instagram. But we'll yeah, say we don't know what it's going to be yet, but stay tuned. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be an Instagram, but <laughs> I meant like <laughs> we don't know when, um, but we I will also be starting meant, like Instagram. we don't know what our handle's going to be. That's what I was trying to say. We what do what you mean? That's even worse. You took that whole time to think about what you actually meant, and you're like, "What's our handle? What do you think oh, yeah. our handle's going to be, dude?" <laughs> oh my god. Actually, you know what I think your mic is doing? All over the place. Why? I think your mic is cutting you out every time you're too loud. You like, dumb bitch. Let me turn my gain down. Not you. My mic. <laughs> okay, but like also don't do it too much though because that's kind of good. <clears throat> okay. Maybe a little bit because your laugh is funny, but sometimes it's like super loud. <laughs> it's always too loud. I don't know how to like, like when other people have podcasts and they laugh. Like, mm -hmm. what do they do? Like, do you have to be like, pull your head back every time from the mic and be like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> I or don't know. Like, yeah, I don't know. Is there, are there I, levels we can adjust here? I feel like some people have the technology like in their computer or like, yeah, whatever the hookup they have to kind of but like yours monitor. Is never like that, but you also don't have an annoying laugh like I do. <laughs> <laughs> no, I try, I try to like do the pull away thing, but... Mm. I don't know. I can, I can be really loud, but I'm more kind of like, I go like guttural, like, <laughs> yeah, like I end up going down there or I wheeze yeah. like that. And I end up going, ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Anyway, okay. Aubrey should get a real septum piercing, but it's it's actually it is it is real, but a realer <laughs> one. Um, yeah, it looks so cute though. I love it too. Yeah, and I look adorable. So, so <laughs> I didn't take you. Do look adorable. You are adorable. Thanks, mom. Um, I didn't even take I didn't take any notes, but I generally oh, remember everything that happened, and I feel like it kind of is good for me sometimes if I don't take notes because. Then you don't talk about something way too long. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up, bitch. Um, But no, yes. No, but yes. Yes. No, but yeah. No, no. Yes. No, but yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but no. Yeah. Um, Okay. Yeah. So let's. Well, let's. What do you have first? Is that I have a ton of stuff. Yeah. This format works for us. It does. Um, My first note is. Hot tub in the middle of nowhere every single time. (laughs) Wait. Oh, my God. I just told the biggest lie of my life, Aubrey. I have a shit ton of notes. What? Yeah. Why did you think you didn't have notes? Uh, I don't know why. Maybe because kind of same thing. I ended up at one point stopping. But the fact Mm. that you just said that reminded me that I do because I put it in all caps. And I was like, (gasps) hot tub in the middle of nowhere. Hot tub in the middle of nowhere. Hot tub in the middle of nowhere. It hadn't been an appearance <laughs> at all. You know what? And it's the same hot tub, might I add, that they had for Matt's season. Oh, yeah. They, it's probably foldable. It's, it's probably, probably like, like a... They bring it to every... <laughs> yeah. It's probably like a blow-up hot tub, and then they, like, bring out that thing and, like, put it around like a corral. You know what I mean? And so it looks, like, really, like, spa-like, and really it's just, like... Yeah, yeah like not even real wood yeah anyway um, no it's probably a really nice hot tub that gets like lifted in there or maybe it's somewhere else on the resort and they just like actually yeah you know what it was in the the middle of nowhere and it's the same ass hot tub yeah it definitely blows up dude it's a blow up hot tub with a corral anyway (laughs) it's it's not working (laughs) we're talking about this way too long (laughs) yeah we're talking about this way too long the format is not working all right anyway right, right 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 That there was a hot tub in the middle of nowhere. That did make me happy. Yes. I specifically noted that for you. Um, uh, I guess, yeah, we'll just jump into it. Do you want to talk about like the the audience part or like the intro or like what do you want? Well, yeah, sure. Because you missed that, didn't you? Oh, yeah, I did. I missed the first 10 minutes. So basically, Caitlin and Taysha opened the show. Again, looking great. The girls looked fire. Just... Okay, Side but note. why were they wearing the same dress, essentially? Just in different colors. Oh, I liked it. I kind of liked that they both, like... I'm sure I'm sure that they had something to do with what they were going to wear. Because I feel like they wore a lot of different, unique things all season. Mm-hmm. Like, during the proposal um, on the finale, Tasha was wearing, like, this boss-ass, like, glitter oh pantsuit yes. with, like, an open back. And then Caitlin was just in, like, a pretty flowy yellow dress. So I feel like they weird. they maybe have control somewhat over what they like, wear. or they have costume designing here? Because, I don't like, know. I don't, thought... They don't flow. Yeah, I don't know. I just love them. And I feel like they always look so cool, calm, and collected. But I guess I didn't no, mind they, the dresses. They looked, they looked amazing. I was just like, oh, those dresses are kind of similar. Like, they were both metallic-y. They were both, like, little short tube toppy type things yeah they were you know me I love metallic you do you yeah love I do a good little freakum dress yeah um do you just call that a freakum dress <laughs> yeah. like, I've never heard that in my life really um, I love that yeah freakum 
freak them. Like you gotta freak them. Get my freak on in this dress. Um. Anyway, so the girls open the show, and Katie comes out, and she looks like nervous. She looks like that tight thing she does, you know. You so can she always comes, tell when. Yeah. She's- like nervous that's that's why when last week I I talked about her muscles like she really mm-hmm. is usually like like her face is all tight like you can tell she's like you know mm-hmm. so she comes out she's had a really rough season um yeah. she looks she looks shook I wrote that she looks shook um mm. and basically they start off kind of asking her about what she thought about the Greg thing and she says um that he he became somebody she didn't know and that he it was a side of him that she had never she had never seen before, and um, at the end of kind of you know she was making those points, and then at the end she said, "And that's not a man. Somebody that says he loves me and then will walk away from me like that. That's not a man." And you can tell she's yes. pissed already. Like you can just tell oh. that there's a lot of unresolved stuff there, and I feel like it went without saying that they hadn't spoken, which yeah. is kind of obviously. I don't know. Weird, I don't know. Right? Anyway, that's well, I'll, I have a lot of thoughts, but. Um, I think we just have to face the facts that this episode is going to be long. Yeah, it just <laughs> is. Um, but we've been, we still have been doing good with timing. Um, so that kind of validated, like, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to start out with something. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of shocked by how many people I saw basically on the internet. Um, you can pretty much see what like anybody thinks about anything, on the internet. So there were just so many people that were like team Greg, like, which, you know, I get it. It's a show at the end of the day, like fine, team Greg, whatever you've liked Greg this whole time. Okay. But it just kind of upset me that there were just like, so, like, I don't know, like just so many people that didn't see anything wrong with that interaction, regardless of, you know, who said what, like, I don't know, just a lot of people that didn't really see anything wrong with what he said or or did. Um, and I'll be honest, it made me question how strong my reaction was last week when we recorded. And it made me question a lot of a lot of things. And it kind of threw me a little bit that it kind of like rocked me like that. And mm-hmm. I kind of let that get to me. I thought that was interesting and I almost felt guilty and I felt embarrassed for a moment Hmm. about how I reacted. And I feel like um, even though I may have kind of associated something small in a small moment that was kind of just a showcase slice of life example of things that happen in conversations with people, you know, I could recognize it. Other people. But I don't think that that was a small moment. Like, okay, that's true too. I am there with you. I understand why you feel that way, but I think that's just like, unfortunately, the common thought is not, oh, this is bad. Like you and I, we, we get that, but not everybody does. And not everybody wants to hear it. And they'll be like, oh, don't you like, you don't know him, blah, blah. Like, yeah, we, we said, we don't know him. We are not passing judgment on his character. We're just saying like, hey, this is a red flag and this is abusive behavior. Right. And, that's true. And I don't think you need to second guess your your reaction because A, it's your feelings. Like, you, Right. I guess. You and like you know what? Your feelings in, you, in the moment. No. And you know I'm an open book. I honestly yeah. would share probably anything on here if it were to come up mm. um, in hopes that 
someone can relate to it. Like I really am an open book. I guess more so I just meant I really related it to my own personal situation like so like intensely. And that took me by surprise when that happened, you know? And then I guess kind of the weird embarrassment I felt and like the quick like, wait, am I actually valid? Like the fact that that's still like got to me and and I don't feel, um, I don't really feel embarrassed, but I just thought it was interesting that I kind of felt that way. Um, I just wanted to, I guess, share that. And then her, her intro to the show kind of made me feel a little more validated because mm. she was obviously still very hurt by, you know, what we saw. So it kind of just yeah, made I mean, me feel that. that was, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, it just made me feel, um, it made me feel a little bit better. But just the fact that I even got knocked off kilter and I felt maybe, oh, like, am I not giving him enough grace? Like, I just thought it was such a good example of even, you know, from someone who's, who was able to so intensely connect it to my own life and my experiences. And I was so easily able to be like, yes, it was here and it was here. And we discussed it so eloquently. I, I would like to thank, and I was, I was told, thank you for everyone that reached out to me. Um, it was honestly the most listened to episode we've ever had. So thank you for that. And right, I felt so what people is all relating. Of telling you? Right. You shouldn't second guess yourself. So I just thought that was so interesting that as soon as I was like, oh, wait, but Greg, like even I for a moment because said that. Because that's what that. we're trying to do as women. Right. To give endless so chances it, I just to uh, humanize them. Yeah, I just thought that, yeah, right, right. So I just thought that was kind of um, interesting. But anyway, so that's basically how she opened the show. So basically she set the tone right away um, with that. And with that's pretty much all she said at that moment. And then they pretty much brought us back to um, the, you know, the pre-recorded show. And I also wanted to touch also on something that she said right away. After pretty much the live show, it kind of went back to Bachelorette and she kind of, you know, like she's, you know, walking around and looking at stuff from what I can remember, you know, and she's doing like the narration. Mm -hmm. And she was just saying after Greg left, like I was emotionally devastated, basically, you know, talking about that, which is absolutely fair. It was, Mm -hmm. that was a horrible way to end that relationship that everyone really thought had um, at least more substance than what that goodbye was. It wasn't even a goodbye. Um, But she was basically talking about how hard that was. And then she said, I just wanted somebody to do this with me until the end. Like I wanted mm-hmm. to see this through. And I really respected that. And I re- it made me think of a couple episodes when I said, she just, she's treating it like an exercise. Like she's just treating it like such a, like a learning, growing um, experience. Even one of the, like the silly little things they were doing on some date, like she was treating it like very like seriously, like, mm-hmm. And basically, she was just like, I wanted to just fucking finish my journey. And I wanted somebody to go to the end with me of this crazy Mm -hmm. thing that we just did. Mm -hmm. And it made me kind of upset also to see a lot of people kind of saying like, oh, she got caught up in the show. She was just worried about like being like the good bachelorette and finishing all the episodes. And I was like, I don't think that that's what she was doing. I think that she just chose to have this experience in the way that she wanted to experience it. And for her, that was finishing what she started and having somebody that went through that crazy crap and came out at the end with her. That's what she wanted. And maybe she made some mishaps and maybe she, sure, reacted in ways that were a little cold, a little standoffish. I think she even said that at one point during the finale. Um, but she wanted to finish it and she wanted to finish it on her terms 
Um, and I just really like that she started out with that. And I hope people kind of like heard that, the nuance of that. Like, I just wanted to freaking finish this journey. Like, just like you do, just like you're turning in, tuning in every week. And you know, like how right. you like, how you she like it to finish. She not finishing it. She would get hate for finishing it. It doesn't matter what you do when you're in that public sphere. Right. You, right. You're open to so much fucking criticism from right. Left, right and, and I just think everywhere. she wanted to finish what you freaking started. Um, so I hope anybody that maybe thought that, you know, also can hear that perspective because I feel like I would be like that too. I'd be like, no, like this has been such an amazing, really huge exercise <laughs> and a huge, um, um, you well, know, one thing that we've known about her from the get go is that she is her own person and she's very true to herself and she wanted to do it her way. And that's exactly what she did. Yep. So, so go Kate. Anyway, the girl was ready to um let it go at this point. We don't really talk about Greg much more um in the Yeah, she basically is just like, "Oh, you know, it was hard and I wanted to quit, but like they focus on the other guys at this point. Yeah. Um at least the the editing yeah. did." So she yeah, she ends up getting to spend like they get to have overnights, basically, the two of them, because there's no fantasy suite or, like, no cut or anything. Like, That's this has so been weird. so weird. Yeah. It's like, I don't even remember everything even happening. And I feel like she sent so many guys home in the middle that just weren't giving her good vibes. But a lot of people do that. But she must have done it a few more times. And then those two guys left. So, I don't know. They're just like, so you pretty much get to spend... Yeah, Tasha and Caitlin are like, you guys get to spend... Un- uninterrupted, time. uninterrupted time. <laughs> That's my Tasha impression. Uninterrupted time with Katie. Katie. No, Tasha sounds so much different than that. Wait, okay. <clears throat> you- <clears throat> and you two get to spend uninterrupted time. No, I That's can't do it. Better. That, that was, was better. That was better. Uninterrupted time with Katie. Yeah. Oh, that was good. <laughs> and they're basically just like fucking a man. They're the like, two of them are the just fuck? like the two of them are just like give me a beer. Like that's what they look like. They're just like what the <laughs> fuck. And then Jason with Justin with all his faces, just like how am I still here? Oh my god, that was definitely so funny somewhere in the back of his mind. He's probably just the- like what the fuck. It was so funny um, when they did the montage of his faces. <laughs> yeah, and this was also after I know that was funny. This was also after they told the guys that Greg had left, and they were like, oh shit. They yeah, didn't know that Greg they had left. Terrified. Mm-hmm. They were um, really weirded out that he left. And I think, I think they knew. I think they were scared because they knew they had a really strong relationship. Um, yeah, and it also kind of makes it seem like how legit then is it that I'm even here? Because right, if he and you didn't, know what? Justin leave, made a really good point that I I agreed with um, when they were interviewing him, uh, Tasha and Caitlin, and. I hadn't thought about it that way, but it made a lot of sense. And he was like, I felt like I was just de facto there. And like, she didn't truly choose me. It was just like, I ended up being at the end because these people left. Like it would have meant a lot to me to know that she was choosing me to be there. But also like, you can't have a rose ceremony with two people unless it's a finale. So (laughs) I know, but yeah. And at the same time, it's like, you all signed up for this. Like, this is how the process goes, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's like, there's some sort of like unwritten rule of like, some sort of respect towards, you know, the traditions of the show. And I feel like that's also part of what makes it special. Yeah. Um, so the fact that Greg was just like, I've never heard of this, basically. Okay, well, we <laughs> or not not that, but anyway, we'll talk about, about that. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Um, 
well, I was just going to say something else. Hold on. We were talking about, oh, at one point, I even think that Blake was also echoing those thoughts as well. Like, how am I just here by default? Like, mm-hmm. he, he also at one point was thinking those thoughts. And I feel like when the girls came in and said that Greg had left, like, the two of them were just like, this experience is just going to be fucking rough from here on out now. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like they immediately were like, well, she's devastated. Like, how is she, mm-hmm. like, you know, was she going to choose him? Yeah. But I really, I, I, I mean, I absolutely agree. I think that's what was going through their head. But I loved the that she was so open and honest with Blake, and like you could tell it was hard for him to hear. But he still was like, "That's okay." Like, yeah, like right. I'm glad you're here. And by the way, this is how I feel about you. Mm-hmm. And I legitimately did not think she was going to say it back. <laughs> I mean, I, I me wanted her to, but like, I don't know, maybe it was the editing or I don't even know what, maybe she was still like, you know, having feelings from the night before about Greg, like I don't, who knows what the hell was going on in her head, to be honest, but I really she surprised think- me multiple times Yeah, me too. during this episode. I was like, girl is on one girl is like, <laughs> she's like in her lawnmower, like, like mowing everything down. Like <laughs> we're doing this shit my way, motherfucker. Yeah. Um, I don't know. She just, um, yeah, I was surprised that she did that too. And they were like, I fucking love you. She's like, I fucking love you. I was like, oh my God, what? it was so cute though. It was Once cute. I got it over like, oh, oh, okay. I was and like super thrilled because you know how I feel about Blake. And right. I, I know. Wish, and he has been a sweetie this whole time. I wish you had seen my reaction in the moment. Cause Renato, of course, you know, I roped him into all of this. So mm-hmm. he's watching it with me and he's, he- <laughs> He's watching them in the hot tub and they go to like make out and stuff, which one felt a little weird, but we'll get there. Um, Blake and, weird. That and Katie. Out. Yeah. Because she just like told him everything and like was like, yeah, it's really hard and was like all sad. And then he just like makes out with her. I don't know. She was into it, but whatever. I don't know. Anyway, the point of the story was that <laughs> when they started kissing, I literally was like screaming. was like, ah, <laughs> after they were like I fucking love you and Renato yeah. looked at me and he was like this is your Super Bowl isn't it <laughs> oh my god absolutely and, and it's I was all- like 100% I was like do you know what this means I know like- <laughs> I know honestly I always think that I used to be jealous of people that were like so passionate of sports and then I kind of realized I had the same I had a similar passion for the show and talking about it. And I was like, yes, it's like my sports obsession or your sports, your sports obsession. So yes, Renato, it is. Yeah. yeah you were no, like, score. We I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, hold on. My computer's going to die. I got to get my charger. Had to be in the middle of nowhere. I to be in the middle of nowhere. I to be in the middle of nowhere. I knew it would make her, I knew it would come back. Honestly, I kind of forgot about it and I squealed when I saw it. Just kind of awkward, but that just validates what I was just saying about similar to sports obsession. (laughs) Oh my God. Are you talking to yourself over there? I I am. I really am talking to myself. I was singing the Hot Tub in the Middle of Nowhere song, and then I was telling the viewers, can you hear me? Hello. Hi. It's me. 
I was singing the hot tub in the middle of nowhere song again. And I was telling viewers that when I saw it, I squealed, <laughs> which is a little weird. That's good. That means you don't have to edit this so that everyone can just listen to our hot tub song. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah, I, I agree. He, he was a good example of a good way to handle a conversation like that, especially given the circumstances, especially given what you legit signed contracts for, um, to participate in, um, it was a more appropriate response to her having a troubling time communicating and mm -hmm. compartmentalizing and yeah. um, really just was, existing. Um, it was just a way better. I was just really happy that she was so happy because she said she was like, I'm so happy. Like after talking about him and like after the overnight, obviously, when like she didn't have that, like, I guess I was expecting her to be like cheese in it the whole time. Cause that's how I would be, <laughs> but you I mean, love him. that might just like not be her vibe, but I, you definitely could tell that like they were, you know, yeah. after the morning after that she was just like so happy and like so into him. I hope so. Okay. That's good that you saw that because I was a little worried. I was like, is this legit? Like, I just kind of felt a little, I, I mean, I felt, I felt bad for homegirl about everything that she had thrown at her. And I was kind of wondering, you know, how clear her head was and if she was just like overcompensating for a loss, which could be possible, you know, you know, and um, I did have that thought too, but I also was like, okay, well, what if not, what if, but this woman had, get out of here, fly. This woman had, to, <laughs> had to break up. Like she's dating three people at once. She right. obviously has feelings for all of them. Like you can fall in love with multiple people at the same time. Right. It's a trip. So like, that's the whole thing about the bachelorette, you know? So it's like, it's like mouse in an experiment. Right. So like the <laughs> fact that she had to just not break up, but like have someone break up with her essentially in like a very bizarre traumatic way. Two men did that. That's very true. A very, in in very week. bizarre traumatic way. Well, not Michael A because he's amazing, but Greg sucks. It was traumatic though. And it was like heavy. Oh. That he was having that dilemma with his son. Like, all of it was, totally. like, very, like, heavy um, yeah. situationally. Yeah. Well, and so then she's got to, like, get up the next day. Well, who knows if it's actually the next day. But, like, shortly after that, she's got to go and be, like, yay, I'm getting engaged. Like, that's got to be so hard. Yeah, Even it's insane. Even if you do feel love for that person and you're excited about it. Like, it's still... You know, so I was just trying to give her room to like feel off her feelings and also True. like you're on camera. You never know how you come off. But also I had kind of forgotten, like we've been so on <clears throat> this like weird Greg train for the last couple of weeks. Um, and I almost kind of forgot about the connection that they had. And I feel like Blake was a little, like everything seemed a little off. Like, obviously I thought Katie seemed a little off. Yeah, I thought totally. Blake seemed a little off because I think he had in the back of his mind the whole time, like, would she have picked me? Like, you know what I mean? But I feel like I had forgotten about everything that happened before. And once I started thinking about that, I was like, yeah, they really were fucking cute. Like so many times. And it, it would almost was like, okay, I, I kind of did the flip and I said, okay, well imagine like going through all of that and then like realizing that you have someone that's been there for you the whole time and what that could have done for the two of them, like to kind of feel right. this sort of like elation of like, you know, 
But yeah. I feel like it's obviously different for Katie than it is for him. But at the same time, he's been looking for a girl for a long time. Like he's been, he's been like so like three he's been, seasons. I know three seasons, <laughs> girl. Brat, like and his sister, his sister third said it. Like yeah, third time's the charm. It's like this is your girl. Like you're good. Like you obviously want to find one of these bachelor nation girls to marry. So <laughs> marry her. You know, it's like okay, I'm buying yeah. it. Like at one it's point, just- I was like okay. And I'm I knew just so th- thrilled because I have been shipping them literally since Matt's season. Right. And now so at this point, but at this point, it's only so it's been like an hour at this point. So I'm like, okay, we literally know. Okay, yeah. So what I have feelings about this. Was it anticlimactic <laughs> for it to happen that way? Because like we knew <laughs> who she picked. Yeah, it was anticlimactic. Like, like Greg really put a wrench hour. in it. And that's another okay, reason for viewers and Katie to be upset with him is he really, um, he just, I don't know, not that everybody should be prioritizing her at all times because this is everyone's life, but he really threw a wrench in like a process for her that was re- really going to um, mess with her in the fu- in the final days. And um, you know what I'm glad he did when he did because good fucking rich. good yeah at, at the same time yes but I and mean he didn't her to he didn't like, in, oh I'm sure he didn't here this whole time right and he but he didn't intentionally do it to help her he did it to hurt oh, her no, of course, and of course, it in a way it worked you know in some ways so I feel like that's another reason for people to kind of be upset is because um it took away some of the traditions that the show has which viewers enjoy um and not that that means everything but it means something motherfuckers why are we on this podcast why do we tune in like we're watching tv it is a convention um, that so I, yeah yeah has created for yes, us yes <laughs> so yeah i agree it definitely was anticlimactic um but i guess everything that we were talking about was like enough substance to fill up the episode so i was excited about that i was like that means everything is getting real juicy yeah. Okay. So, so, so basically yes, she like gushes to Caitlin about how much she's freaking in love with Blake. And she's like, I just feel so happy and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, Caitlin's like, so, Justin uh, so and she's literally like, mm-hmm. like her face gets all tight. And she's like, mm-hmm. it wasn't as good as when Colton picked Cassie with like three other women in the house. I think I there were still three other women there. Hi, baby. <laughs> you want to come up? Come on up, honey. Hi, Casper. So she, you know, she and Caitlin are all like, yeah, I got to talk to Justin. And he, of course, they do the setup like they always fucking do when someone's going to get broken up with. They're like, he's like, oh, I'm so excited to see her. Like, (laughs) I I, I love her so much. I can't wait to tell her how I feel. And then they honestly did that setup at the end, to be honest, too, with Katie to make us think that maybe Blake wasn't going to hardcore. But anyway, Justin's was pretty hard because we all knew how bad it was. And I was like, how is he... Like, I, look, I just, as soon as they cut to it and he's like jogging towards her and she's standing still, I was like, she's not running to you, bro. It's not a good sign. It's not a good sign. I know. And part of it was a little endearing that he was like still so positive about it and like open to it all. I really, I felt so sad for him despite being so happy that she and Blake were going to be together. Like, I just felt so, so bad for him because he looked so upset. I guess I didn't realize how much he really loved her. I don't know. I, or maybe they just like didn't show that. I lot. don't. Yeah, I'm confused. Like but the like, Justin thing just, ended up leaving me really confused, <laughs> not only as to why he's still here, but also why he was like literally like so happy, so confident after hearing Greg left. Oh, you knowing, know, knowing Blake has been a contender this whole time. <laughs> 
I don't because know. Because producers hyped him up before he went on his one-on-one and they were like, she told us like, you're in the I running. Like, be fuck so- yeah, duh, there's two people. I don't know. And part of me felt like it was all a little like naive of him, but Look, he seems like a mature man. He's, like he, he, he's, he's acted 26. like. Yeah. And he does seem more mature than a lot of 26 year olds I know. But at the same time, I still just don't think that he was ready for this level of relationship because he said he hasn't really had a lot of serious relationships in the past. And like, I mean, this could just be my, it is my opinion. That's literally the whole point of a podcast, Um, (laughs) but I just feel like, just like when we're like, I have thoughts, it's like, obviously bitch, like we know. (laughs) I just feel like he, you shouldn't go into a marriage as like your first long-term relationship like, right I just don't like think that's everything was just so like pure to me and the fact that we all knew that he was leaving like literally like weeks ago I know. it was just like it was just a little it was pretty painful but um I think that like you said he was just he's a good man and he yeah. was willing to kind of I think give it a shot he was like this is what I came here to do and I'm I think he was really going to like you know give it a shot if we she was willing to make that choice with him and I think he was just trying to do the right thing and kind of just um he was open to the courtship I always Mm -hmm. think it's just like modern day like you know back in the day they used to just be like my son will marry your daughter (laughs) shall (laughs) we arrange the dowry shall we arrange they've just (laughs) popped out of the womb and we will arrange for the the we will arrange for the umbilical curves to be cut together and tied together (laughs) Okay, but you get the point, guys. Like, he was, I think he was just open to being like, sure, let's do this. Like, which was sweet in a way, but also very hard to watch. I I thought she handled the breakup really beautifully, though. Like, she she was so kind to him. And you could tell it was really hurting her, too. Like, she felt so bad. But she knew how important it was to be really direct. Right. And to be honest with him, Mm -hmm. and I, I really loved when she was like, you know, he was like, I haven't opened up to a lot of people. And like, now I can see like the other side, like why that sucks. (laughs) And she was like, yeah, but like, I want you to remember like the reason we got this far is because you are open and like you bring so much to the table when you're that open with people and like, you'll, you know, you're a wonderful dude. Yeah. And it's like, you never, right. Me too. I absolutely, absolutely believe it. And it's like, he never gave her any reason to toss him aside because he's a valuable human being. He has a nice personality, you know, in general. And it's like, he never gave her any reason to like, worry so there he and there he stands at the very end um it was it was it was it was sweet and sad together but honestly his reaction surprised me a little bit he looked like super blindsided like he hadn't even like thought about he really did he was completely unless he was being a little like disingenuous like not saying like i just don't think that that's it i just sorry i need to put on deodorant i can smell go ahead um i just feel like you because there kind of is the pre- like regardless of okay I'm not about I'm not up here being like Justin was acting like I'll, I'll, I no, also no, have no, qualms no, no, no. with that too about her saying that but we'll get to that later um but I just feel like there is a, a, an amount of pressure to be in front of the camera we talked about this with the Hunter and the Thomas thing too like there is an amount of pressure to like you know kind of like do your job like be on your mark do your job sit where you're supposed to talk yeah. when you're we're filming like mm-hmm, there is an mm-hmm. element of pressure to kind of like be on your mark, like I said, but, um, yeah, I think in general, he was really just like a really, he really was just well-intentioned and was kind mm-hmm. of, was really that positive about it, you know? Right. Um, so the next thing I have so many thoughts and feelings about, 
is well wait like, did we did, did anything happen when he sat down with them because then they he came and sat down with them and he still looked pretty sad and said it was hard to watch um yeah i mean they sat they sat down with him individually and then uh he and then katie came out and joined him and basically he just said like what i was talking about before about how he didn't really feel like he got a fair shot and she was like i understand why you feel that way but like yeah. i wanted you there i hope that i know and the way he better. shook his head when they asked him if she gave you a fair shot and he was like no oh he would be a good bachelor I thought the same thing. I was like, mm, Justin's cute, respectful, respectful. Respectful. <laughs> and unless he starts dating dude. celebrities like Tyler Cameron, he would be a good pick. Yeah, Tyler has lost lost my heart. And I just love that he's an artist. Like I really can't remember like I mean, I don't know. I don't have the best knowledge of like every past contestant, but No, but I love I that they know. included like someone who's like doesn't have a isn't like real estate broker right exactly like like yeah like social media management like or like yeah marketing executive yeah Whatever. um yeah you're 24 and you're a marketing executive Go for yeah yourself. and i guess i mean we had jed and jed was horrible yeah. <laughs> you know um but connor would be a cute bachelor too but he's on paradise Aww. Anyway, I, I loved his snake socks. He was wearing like really cool socks. He's pretty hot. Sometimes I'm like, oh my God, you're so cute and adorable. I want to squeeze your cheeks. And then right. other, and times, other I'm times I'm like, I'm like yeah, it's like he has so many different faces and mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. expressions. But I guess, yeah, that was the joke. But we already kind of saw all that stuff. They already posted that on their social media. So the audience wasn't really that receptive to it because we've already laughed about that. Yeah, but it was kind of a cute way to end his segment. Um, like a like a you know what's the word I'm looking for? Um, wrap it up. A nice little um, like to make it lighter, like to just lighten it up a little. Oh yeah, yeah, a little lightheartedness. Um, yeah, lightheartedness. That's what yeah, I was because to think they of. hit us with the fucking rude ass mean Aunt Lindsay. Yeah, that was like real. It really just took it too far. I honestly, like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Not you're okay. You can say you're being protective, but like. You were straight up rude. She yeah. literally was like, that's cute. He was, she was face. absolutely condescending. And then saying to him that ultimately you mean nothing is not proper verbiage, girlfriend. I don't care how woke you are or how I smart know. you are. That is not I proper verbiage. I wrote that in quotations. You ultimately mean nothing. Dash her aunt. Jesus. Yeah. (laughs) Especially to someone you don't even know that you're speaking to for the first time. Yeah. That was so inappropriate. That was so rude. But I mean, I guess I kind of still stand a little bit because I get where she was coming from, I suppose, but no, I don't. She was, no, I do. She was inappropriate. (laughs) And I feel like she, she's just like, you know, I think all the women in that family are very protective of each other. And you know, her, her, her bringing Blake to her family, that was made very clear by everyone, by Katie by Blake acknowledging that having an independent woman was important, which he handled well, but he's been looking for that. And he's been saying since from the get go that he wants somebody like his sister and his mom. And like, he needs a strong independent woman that can Mm -hmm. do her own thing. And he's confident enough to handle that because he has sisters and, you know, that's just their dynamic. So he handled it well, but not perfectly because it was, it was, she was crazy for him. That would have rattled anyone. I would have been like, what the fuck? Your family hates me. Yeah. She said a lot of inappropriate things. The mom was really nice, but like, I just, I just didn't, I thought she was really rude. Like you can be protective and coming from a place of like wanting to protect your niece or whatever. And like, I get that. Yeah, totally. But not appropriate. She's 30 fucking years old. And it made Katie look bad. And it made so, her look, it was it was just weird. It was uncomfortable. It was weird. It all was around. uncomfortable, and it was almost like 
I feel like how well does Katie know that aunt? Like, like who knows the circumstances of like why she's with her mother? Like, it just seemed like Katie like wasn't really like sister sister close with that lady. And it, I mean, who knows what it is? I, yeah. I don't know what it's like to kind of you know lose your father and then what how those relationships around you change and you know yeah. the responsibility that they feel to take care of her oh, is probably absolutely. super od, but. And I think that's probably one reason her aunt was like so fucking extreme is because I think uh, from what we know, there's clearly a history of trauma with men and relationships. Right. Just given on like what we learned this season about Katie's biological dad. Right. So, and to be honest, I kind of forgot uh, the whole time I was like, just, just from not paying attention to what was going on, I was like, oh yeah, he left. Like just thinking like the dad walked out. And this is mm-hmm. why they're all like that. And I'm like, wait, oh my God, that's not what happened. But I mean, maybe this will happen because it wasn't her biological freaking dad that we all learned like in the middle ding, of the ding, season. Ding, ding, ding. Because her mom said, or not her mom, it was either her mom or her aunt yeah. who was like, we don't rely on men in this right. family. Well, they and were like, all like that. Um, but I mean, look, yeah, I who knows? That. Yeah, right. I get that. Yeah, but me too. But it was OD woman, and it, it made her look bad. It, it kind of made like, I don't know. I feel like it gave women a bad look in general, which is kind of like shame on the editing and shame on, um, you know, I don't know her really shame on shame on the aunt really for being that rude. Give a fuck about Yeah. They don't give a fuck. And who knows what the edit was like, but, um, yeah, that was just a bad look for everyone. That all you want and not make it look nice. Like Like, I was embarrassed. There's no way I was embarrassed. Yeah. If I was Katie, I would have been so embarrassed, but like her aunt, when she was like, what's your plan when things go badly and, like, how are you supposed to know that? Like, what's you know your what plan was, when your marriage starts you know going badly? I don't know. Try to work on it. Like, right. that's the only answer you can give. How and can you know give what, specifics? You know what else was so inappropriate when she was like, it seems that, you know, he goes to Africa and, you know, he he lives in Canada. And it kind of seems just very like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Bow down. I was like, that's absolutely not it's yeah. happening. Right. She and she was like, you this man. would go she to be- Africa. You would go to Canada. And that's why I'm saying it's clear to me those aren't the, that's not about Katie. That's about whatever Lindsay's got going on. Right. She was totally projecting. Yeah, absolutely. On everyone and everything. And I was like, I don't know who, who, how, how, how great you think you look right now, but you're doing the opposite. Um, and I almost thought, wow, I feel like I was almost thinking about what I was saying last week about kind of, um, learning the behaviors that you've been abused with. And I thought that about her, like that it's coming from a place of I'm protecting myself because in the past we have been disrespected by men and demeaned by men. And um, it it reminded me of that, that, and but it was kind of weird to think like that she had a lot of time to think about what she wanted to say. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know, it kind of weirded me out and it just made me think of that. Yeah. And to be honest, I kind of thought that at the end when Katie was so like full of rage, but I mean, that has so that has more layers. We'll get there. Yes. Um. Um, so the next thing that happens is uh, they... Oh, I also just want to say, I like that the mother shared the sentiment of the aunt by reminding her that, no, you don't need a man. Um, yes. But she did that in private. And she kind of said those really... Right. And she said it in the in a way that didn't feel like attacking. Right. Does that make sense? Right. Because at the end of the day, Aunt Lindsay, like you're barking up the wrong tree. Katie's going to choose Blake, regardless of what you freaking say to him in private. Yeah. And if she likes him, she's going to be with him. So you should maybe be like talking to her, like, like, you know what I mean? And I just like, didn't, when she was like, at the end of the day, we don't really care about you. It's if you make her happy. And I was like, okay, then maybe you should like, 
what you're saying like doesn't make sense then. Like you should care about him because he makes Right. Her. So yeah, the poor guy didn't handle everything like amazingly, but it was hard. Like at one point I wrote, get your hand off your face. Cause he was like, you know, and like at one point he was like, <laughs> like squishing his face. I was like, get your hand off your face, man. In front of all Lindsay. She wants to freaking dig your grave right now, bro. <laughs> um, <laughs> she did. She really did. Um, like sit up. <laughs> then they go. <laughs> sit up straight. Yeah, but the poor guy, like, they really, he hung in there. And I saw online a lot of people like, oh, my God, like, that would have chased a lot of people away. Um, Honestly, maybe. Yeah. I think anyone who's not as self-confident as him it would have scared them away for sure. Right. So anyway, we come out of that and everybody seems a little more worried now, which is, like, great. And I was I was cracking up um, at, I think we went to a commercial around, like, when that family day ended with them meeting Blake. And Tasha. I mean, obviously they have a teleprompter, but Tasha was like, so <laughs> Katie's family may have ruined everything. Yeah, I, was I like, could tell she wrote was reading that? a teleprompter yeah, on that I was point. Like, and also they had the wrong camera on her because she was reading the teleprompter and the camera is there. And then they were using the side view camera. So she wasn't looking at the camera. I was like, what are you guys doing? And then they switched it. And I was like, there you go. There we go. <laughs> Production value rechecked. Anyway, um, but, but that um, cracked me up. I was like, ew, like who wrote that? Like they yeah, didn't ruin everything. Like you could have worded it better. Drama. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Where's a Chris Harrison robot that didn't do, do or say any of the things he did, but just looks and sounds like him. Bring him back. <laughs> I mean, we have AI now. We can do that, right? So true. Yeah, that's what we want. That's what Bachelor Nation wants. Um, okay. The ghost age, mummy balloon Nation. thing. What the fuck? The what? The ghost mummy balloon thing that they like. Oh yeah. The fire. Zorg or whatever. The frick. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Zobra, like, the Zobra. I just wrote, I just wrote LOL Zobra. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. I was so extra. <laughs> I also wrote by that always here for Blake's Canadian accent either way. Mm-hmm. I just, I know a boot. I know he's so cute. Um, I'm definitely on that. I'm, I'm there. I'm here for it. Thank I'm you. there. And I, I'm kind of put aside like the concern that he's maybe gets a little like obsessive, but I don't know at this point, um, she's kind of weirding me out too. So I'm like, yeah, you guys really are like match made in heaven. <laughs> Um, she's really, yeah. I really like, I really think I thought a, like she was a little bit more, um, <laughs> I don't know the word, like a little more like grounded. She's a real like spitfire. Like she kind of rides by the seat of her pants and just says what she freaking thinks. And I think most of the time it's really eloquent, but I don't really think that she sits down and plans exactly like mm-hmm. I thought. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. she's re- like, I just feel like these last couple of episodes, I'm like, whoa, girl, what are you doing? Like, what are you saying? Where are you going? Where are you being? Like, I was living for all of it. I, I um, was too. I was too. I, it's just another reason I love it. Like, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, so, so this thing with the mummy balloon is, uh, is like freaking you weird. Know, it's, it's bizarre. But, but like, again, okay, she's good she, sentiment. She is whatever. weird. So she was like all over it. She was like, like closing her eyes. He was like, like she's I don't so like here it. for it. It's scary. <laughs> Yeah, she was, was like, like so here bro. for it. But it actually ended up like, I feel like, the, honestly, I feel like the freaking, and like how expensive was that thing? Like it moved? It had fire? I was like, wait, how I are was they like, going to light it on fire what? when it's moving? I was like, is this what you, mechanical. <laughs> I was like, is this what you chose to use the budget with because you didn't have to fly everyone everywhere this season? That thing's got to cost at least seven grand. It's oh, huge. It's- it was it was crazy, but um, anyway, anyway, so he kind of was ruining the vibe, honestly. I know. Every time I, I saw like, him back there, like, ah. 
<laughs> I was like, stop. Like, they're sharing things. Like, you're ruining it. Really not romantic. Yeah, like, stop spitting like, fire. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? But wasn't she connecting it to, like, they were connecting it, they were connecting it to culture of New Mexico. Like, it was something mm-hmm. that um, yeah. is... Um, like a New Mexican Significant, yeah, yeah, a New Mexico tradition. Um, or native Mexico. Na- who knows? Who knows? Um, so... Okay, so Blake, they're, okay, so what I have next is that they're like, okay, like, you're, are you going to propose? And then, of course, they lay out the rings, and it's the whole drama, and he's like, oh, can I just have a minute? I don't know. And I'm mad. I'm mad. Because they, like, were fucking with us so much. Like, they just kept going back and forth. Like, oh, yeah, this, they were, this, they were shaking this, us this. up. They were shaking us like a can of soda. I was and like, and can you pop not? the tab. So um, I was annoyed about that. And I was really scared because I was like, oh my God, is he going to not propose to her? And then I was like, he doesn't have to propose to her. Like he can, they can date. I like that's I really, I but really. But then Tasha was like, okay, you have to get engaged or you have to let her go. I was like, those are very extreme. Like, I don't think he has to get engaged or break up with her. Like, I think there's a media in here. I kind of loved her for that though, because she snapped, she did, regardless if it was like a little over the top, what she said, she definitely snapped him into reality. Like he went like, like, mm-hmm. like that. He so maybe like, that's yeah, all she was yeah. trying to do. She was trying to well, be like, whatever it worked. Cause he, he took a minute. I really, he, yeah. I, really, I like that he really considered the what he was doing though, and and I think that was um, that's not something many people do. Like he I was know. he was saying like it's one thing to say yeah okay we could get engaged at the end of this and like but then there's it's another thing to actually do it. And I think so many people when they think about going on the Bachelorette or Bachelor, don't don't think it through like he is saying. You know that's so true, and I almost feel like the Bachelor is so freaking shady that they were making that so hard for him. They were legit like you, it was yeah. like a fun house. First mm-hmm. she first he went to Katie's house and he was like, oh, Lindsay, and like in your face, like she's popping out. She's like, Do you really want to be here for Katie? You're that's nothing. Cute. You're you ultimately <laughs> don't matter. You don't matter. It's like there's like lights. She's like blowing up, and then the next thing he goes to, he's like. Like in the fr- middle of freaking desert talking about his deepest fears. And then yeah. they freaking got the Zork thing in the back that like lights on fire. <laughs> and then instead of bringing in sweet, sweet Neil Lane, they put Taisha there with freaking seven rings, Ariana Grande rings, style. Like, Pick one. I know. And she's <laughs> just like there. And I almost feel like they didn't bring in like a new person to maybe like chill him out and make him see like a chiller perspective because they needed him to be fucking stressed. No, and I bet that the editing is ma- makes it seem like he was more hesitant than he actually was. I think that he just wanted to think through this big decision and be like, okay, I'm doing this. Right. But They made it know. hard, though. They made it hard. Oh, of course. They probably made it so difficult on him, yeah. and they made the editing look like, well, I'm not saying right. I don't know that. but and I just have to say, this one thing that Jason's mom said was too funny. She was just like, because I feel like Blake was the Zobra thing. And at the end, when they just like lit him on fire, it's like, is this going to be your demise? And then Jason's Ooh. mom was like, look at his face, the poor guy. He's on fire. Talking about the Zorba thing. I was like, yeah, that, they just freaking did that. They so, did. And then he just like collapsed. I was like, whoa. Yeah, I was like, it's a fire like, hazard. Is this like telling? Like, <laughs> they're really trying to fuck Blake up right now. Um, so, yeah, he ends up going through with it. And they really kind of pulled the Justin, like, positivity thing on us with Katie. Like, she was going all, like, she was like, 
literally like, I'm obsessed. Like I love him so much and he's my soulmate and like all this really deep, deep stuff. And I was almost like, oh my fucking God, like if this guy doesn't do it. And I really I was, was so there. Terrified. I really, I was like, I was like this. I didn't like, think he was going to propose. I was worried. Of course he, and I don't know why he said this, if they told him to say it, but he was like, I can't give you what you came here for. I know. I was like, you he deserves saved- so much more. And I was like, I don't think that came out the way you think it did. Yeah. I don't think that came out the way you think it did. Did, did a producer help you write your speech? <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, probably. Like probably straight up. Um, but no, they definitely fucked with us with that one. Or I don't yeah. know if maybe they were like, you want to fuck with people a little bit, but I don't know. I think he, I don't, maybe not though. Cause it really wasn't like a chill environment. The kid was no. probably fucking stressed as fuck. So yeah. Uh, who, who knows um, what happened, but I also um, loved Katie's dress at the end. Yeah. She partially great. because I love that color. I'm just like obsessed. Yeah. With she it. looked great. I loved, I loved um, the turquoise vibe. Her hair looked really nice. She mm-hmm. looked really nice. Um, and she was yeah. like here for it. And you know what? I was like, this is what she freaking wanted. Like she wanted to wear that beautiful dress. She wanted to walk up there and wait for him to walk mm-hmm. towards her. Mm-hmm. She wanted him to get down on the knee. She wanted it to be filmed. She wanted it. You know what I mean? Like she wanted to have the journey have the that she freaking signed up for. Mm-hmm. And the fact that people were bashing her for wanting it to finish her way. I just really, I, if like, I'm like, if that's your only freaking argument, like you just don't agree with her opinion. Yeah. Like, come on. (laughs) If if that's your only argument, you know? So that was kind of stupid to me, but, um, so yeah. And then that's it. Like, and then I'm like, but are they going to be at the finale though? And then it shows, they show up at the finale too. So I was like, but are they still together? I kind of had that moment of what? Oh, I assumed they would still be together. I just feel like neither one of them makes a commitment without like being a hundred percent in. That's true. That's true. And at least giving it like the old fucking college try. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Um, um, so then they bring Greg on. God. So I just, I won. Uh, where do, where do I even start? So first of all, he says he wouldn't do anything differently. Go fuck yourself. You watched that whole thing back and you still think you didn't do anything wrong. Like, that was pretty alarming. And remember when we were like, boy had the I night to shocked. sleep. Remember when we were talking about like just how he exited and we were like, boy had the night to sleep on it and still was right? like acting like this. Mm-hmm. Boy had, boy had weeks. Months. And still can't apologize for at least. This is what I was saying. I was like, you can't apologize for at least not saying goodbye to her. Only thing that he said that was not an apology was, I'm sorry you feel like that. Right. It was a lot of, I'm sorry that you feel like that. That's not, I'm not a fucking apology, you piece of shit. No, so it's not an apology. First of all, fuck yes, Katie, for not hugging him. I know. She came right out and was like, absolutely not. <laughs> she did a really nice job at clearly saying everything that he did, though, that was inappropriate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't think it was all quite as deliberate and conscious as she thinks. No, it wasn't deliberate and conscious. And that goes to the thing of, well, he has with the acting school thing. I just don't know. I was like, bitch, come on. Like, and I know people would like to think that actors are like all these fake people faking everybody out all the time, but, um, actually the most authentic people, I was just going to say actors (laughs) are often very deep and feel very deeply, um, and need to have real ass, um, experiences with other people to even be able to do their job in an effective Mm -hmm. way. And also, I feel like Greg knows he's not a good actor. 
Like he never even talked about it. Just this, just because he went to school for it, he never even like talked about it. So what? I don't think that he was there like with that kind of just mindset that she really thought like, oh, you went to acting school. Like, you were just like faking me out the whole time. It was like, no, he wasn't faking you out the whole time. Like he showed you exactly who he was. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So that was the only part I was kind of like, come on, girlfriend. And I was a little offended to be honest because people think that's like a, such a misconception about actors. But, like, how, oh, okay, but how creepy, I just have to say too, like how creepy was he like when he sat down and was just like, like he had this like weird shit eating grin on his face. I was like, are you really that happy? And they were like, how are you? And he was like, you know, good. Still in Jersey. I was like, are you, did you take a Xanax? I mean, it's okay if you did, <laughs> but he was just like looking weird. And then she probably saw him looking creepy because at that point it's like, I feel like unless you, unless you've kind of like experienced it, it's like hard to get people to understand like, Kind and of he just had, like, like that. very sad boy energy. Right. Just like have, that like, kind the of like camera on him backstage. Like, unless you've experienced like that you're dead to me attitude, you don't know what it's like. And then it's like just knowing what that feeling is, knowing that face, just ex- having experienced that before, you know when somebody turns on you. Hmm. Like it's literally like I'm never getting this person back. It, it's hard mm-hmm. to explain. Mm-hmm. And um I feel like Katie has probably definitely has some sort of history. I don't, I don't know exactly the extent of it, but there must be some sort of, you know, history with um, really toxic relationships or family or, you know, abusive family or behavior or Look, relationship. She knows the reason she is so in tuned with herself is because she's had a lot of life experience. And I think she's seen a lot of men make the freaking face. And she just knows like when she feels that feeling, like how she felt about Thomas, she was really ticked off that he specifically was laughing at her when she Mm -hmm. was crying and that was ultimately what was enough to make her be like you are selfish get the fuck out like that Mm -hmm. really fucking triggered her the fact that she couldn't recognize him in his face anymore like she couldn't recognize how he was speaking to her and reacting to her and it was like you're this is there is a disconnect in fact there is a disconnect (laughs) greg thank you very much oh my god literally he kept saying that and i was like between who like you and your brain because it wasn't between you and Katie. You guys were on the same exact fucking page until you just decided you lost your shit because you wouldn't get your way. And the fact that you cannot see that and you will not admit it is like just shows that you have zero growth and zero self-reflection. The dude somehow like still didn't get it, that she really was in love with him. She said multiple times to the producers and the camera um, and she insinuated she gave him validation like she was saying that Every she love was falling in love with him. And... Mm-hmm. How And I never really thought about how the fact that he got so, like, you're dead to me attitude. Um, and in like so a minute. And, yeah, very quickly. And, like, you know, how everybody found that so disturbing also probably means, like, it was, like, a, a flyer, a, a fly or flight. What is it called? Fight or flight. Fight or flight mode. And he was, like, I got to get, get out of here. And I, it can't be my problem, so it has to be yours. So he just, like, literally anything that she said, even if he was hearing it. He couldn't take it didn't. It didn't support what he needed to do, which was leave. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he actually realized. And he didn't want to marry her. Yeah. And like, if you're really this ticked off by one thing that she did, it's like, yeah, not only do you not want to marry her, but, and not only are you not treating her with respect, but this was never about her, Katie. This was about so much more. Last words to her be, I deserve better. And then not saying goodbye, not saying goodbye after we had a relationship for a long time. This was how I wanted to do this. And basically he wasn't willing to give her the control that she already had. 
Like he mm. needed to take it away from her. And it's like, she, unfortunately, she's not trying to say she's above you or beneath you. I didn't like that either. She was just no, like, I am the bachelorette. To, but again, just, you know what? It was excuses. It was excuses, excuses, excuses. Anything he was throwing at her that she was able to like, be like, actually, no. Yeah, right. He would come at it a different angle and be like, oh, well, it was this. Oh, well, it was this. Yeah. At one yeah. point he said, I shouldn't have to ask how she feels. I was like, what? do you want yeah. a mind reader or a partner? Because yeah, that no was inappropriate. You're going to have to ask them how they feel sometimes. That just goes to show me that he, like, I agree. I don't think he really wanted to get engaged. And I agree that I don't yeah. think, I think he was looking for an out. The <laughs> only validating like, thing he said was when he said, you know, sometimes like the matter of um, holding back, um, like saying, I love you were like, you know, um, withholding things makes it hard for both people to be authentic. You know, especially at that point in a relationship, it was like difficult that for him to be authentic. That is a true statement, but I but do not think she was withholding. He I guess she was just- secure enough. I, I do think she was a little withholding because she, she said, think, I'm going to withhold this from everyone. Well, in that moment, like we talked about last week about how like, I think she could have done a better job of acknowledging it. Right, right. Of but his, honestly, him saying I love you, but- I don't think she was withholding. I think withholding is a very strong and like very sexist loaded term. Withholding to me like associates, and this is probably because my own personal experience. Probably, yeah. But (laughs) (laughs) isn't that a binding podcast? Um, It just, it, it associates like, well, you hear that withholding sex Often you hear like withholding referenced um, in terms of conflicts with couples a lot. And so I just, I think it gets misused and I think it's very important to not use it incorrectly because of the sexist connotations, because, you know, you, you often do not hear that term in relation with men. It is every time I have heard it in conversation, a lot of the time it's, it's, with women and it's referring to what they're withholding from a relationship as punishment, which like that whole narrative. Right. Withholding meaning like off needs to be released to me at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I can understand that for sure. He thought he was, he was owed that and you weren't owed that. She was just like, I was the bachelorette and I was trying to do it in a way that I wanted to. I had control of the situation and he literally just couldn't give it to her. He couldn't let her keep it. He needed to no, take he it. Can't, he can't be wrong in this situation because then if he does, he has to walk back what he said already. And, not and he's for not nothing, going to do that. And not for nothing. Like, it's just so, it should be, it should be, I thought more people would kind of see that it's inappropriate for someone to be like repeatedly, I already said this last week, but the fact that he was like, you filled a hole in my heart and like that kept being like spoken about. It's like, so she shouldn't weird. be filling the hole in your heart. And like this whole time, I feel yeah. like she's just been handholding him through working through his father's trauma because he never has before. And, and then he when literally he was like, said that he was like, I didn't realize how sad I was until Katie came along. Right. Like, like that's a problem. A yeah, like she gave me a happiness that I hadn't felt. And it was like, yeah, it was clearly pretty obvious that you were very attached and didn't want to let that go and had certain terms that you needed like to be met in order to like maintain like your happiness, like that she had unlocked. If you are saying someone fills a hole in your heart, which we've said is inappropriate. But if you're even saying that, the fact that you can walk away in a split second means that you were you lying. And that you, that way. he was literally like that what you said is not true. And, and she said that. She said that to him on on the like reunion thing. Yeah, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. So it was all just like, like nobody can see that that's too much. Like, no, she shouldn't be filling that hole. Like Katie has to have her own space. <laughs> like she can't fill that for you. You need to mm-hmm. do other things so that you can handle that and not put that on her. And I feel like it was never about being infatuated with her. And it was never about marrying her because of who she was. It was about the connection and the and the the thing that they shared over losing their fathers and like him, her walking him through that. And that's not her damn mm-hmm. job, especially if she's Mm-mm. here trying to find a husband. I'm sorry, that's not yeah. her job. And I'm sorry that if, you know, it's emotional labor that gets put on women all the time. Like, this and she is what didn't I'm owe you that. It's like he can't even yeah. acknowledge that it, mm-hmm. that it's not in the right space, dude. Like mm-hmm. they, these issues and all this stuff that you think you deserve and what she needed to give you, it doesn't even have anything to do with you and her. It has everything to do with your unresolved past and the fact that you've never talked about your father. And his family mm-hmm. said that he never talks about his yeah. dad. Yeah. Um, you should ask him about him sometime. Red flag. Yeah, like it, it's just like the fact that so many people like didn't like outright be like, whoa, like, you know, it was just, it kind of was upsetting to me. And like I said, I, um, I said to Aubrey before I was like, I don't even know if I like can do this today because I was just thinking about so much and it's clear it really resonated with you. And, and that's, that's okay. And I think that's good. But I think what I have learned in social work school, particularly is like, because I get so passionate about a lot of things and I just want to like convince the world that right. they I think should that's what, see I think it that's how what Katie I do. was doing. And I think that's what Katie was doing. And I think that's what her aunt was doing. But and I think that's gets- what you're, you're tapping into. I think you really want to convince those people that you saw being like, I don't get what Greg did wrong. I think because you feel it so personally, you're taking that personally and you really want to convince them you're never going to be able to convince people who right. don't want to hear it. It's And that's just like such a hard, like, it's so crushing. And I feel like. Yes. Um, it's disappointing. That, yeah, it's disappointing. And I feel like Katie felt a lot of like weight and pressure to like, like, you know, speak on this. And um, it's it's just so crushing. Like what you were just saying. It's just like, we want everything to be perfect. It's like, sit down and listen, like put these fucking headphones on mm-hmm. and I'm turning it up to fucking 10. And I loved, I was living for the confrontation when she was calling him out on gaslighting. And Caitlin was like, let's talk about that. Like, what is gaslighting? And and Katie explained it. And I was just like, I was, it was the best moment for me because the audience was like cheering and stuff. Yeah, girl, girl came out and called him out. And here's what I think. I, I think it's weird. Okay. I have a lot of feelings about what happened. Okay. Um, she she calls him out, um, and I feel like, like I said, I think that she was absolutely thrown by him not regretting anything, and she came out, like, stomping. Like, not stomping, but, like, I feel like she probably, if it's anything like, you know, feelings that I'm familiar with, I'm just, I'm just speaking from that place. I can I can picture her chest getting hot. Like all of a sudden, like I can feel her well, face you know, getting hot. I can, from backstage. Yes, I can then, feel her losing it. I can just see her heart starting to beat, and anything that she had planned to say, I think, was thrown by him saying he had no regrets. Like I think that was like the final straw of like I don't fucking know who you are anymore, and what the hell was any of the time we spent together? You have no fucking regrets. So that would have been my reaction to that, especially after he was smiling all creepy like that. Like nah. So, okay. I feel like she did a really good thing. She's a freaking spitfire. And she did something really important, which was throw that out there 
onto the finale in a way that has never been done before. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that we've seen a lot of people who are all like team Greg, right, team Greg, right. I don't understand what he did wrong. And we've seen a lot of toxic behavior for years. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind it's been talked about, but not exactly like in to this, this to this extent. Or and in the had, moment. Right. Or had it been that raw? Um, and I personally have never been that affected by a scene before, which totally caught me by surprise mm. um, that I reacted that way, to be honest. Um, so the fact that this is all so raw and happening on the finale is like huge strides um, because it needs to be talked about. I kind of like probably maybe had like too high of expectations for like how these discuss- discussions were going to go because the girl isn't perfect and she went through a fucking lot. And the fact that he said that, obviously, you know, she maybe was a little nervous and trying to say everything that she felt he needed to hear, but she didn't really define gaslighting correctly. And I, I was interested by that because she mentioned it on her story. She posted it. Like you could tell that that was something she had been planning to um, speak about or talk Mm -hmm. about. Um, And she didn't really define it that well, which I thought was interesting because you would have thought she was going to be super ready for it. Or someone was going to be super ready for it. And I mean, she was I thought she did an, a, an okay job in layman's terms. I mean, it's in layman's terms, I suppose. But it's not just when somebody makes you feel like things are your fault. It's when somebody... Makes you question your own sanity. Right. But changes yeah. how you're perceiving your reality. And will go back and say that they said things that they didn't. Or that you said things that you didn't. Manipulating the situation. I kind of was disappointed with how she kind of brushed over explaining it. And I was kind of disappointed that nobody stepped in to like further explain it because I don't think, um, I think many viewers have probably never heard that word before and never heard. Um, I think they've heard it. They probably just don't understand what it actually means. I don't know, Aubrey. I wouldn't be surprised if people are like, what is that? What does that mean? I guess I just wasn't overly critical of her. Not saying that you're being overly critical, but I just wasn't paying that much attention to like how she could have done things differently because I think it's so rare we get to see women's right. anger oh, yeah. and have it validated. And I think she is absolutely valid in everything. Well, this that- is absolutely. But this is why I thought the definition would have helped because then she started getting angry at Greg and the only definition that she gave the audience and the viewers was acting like everything is your fault. And that was the only thing that she said and she didn't really go into any complexities because she said trying hard. to make you feel guilty or something too. I don't remember. I'll have to find Maybe, but then what I saw was people online saying she did that to him. She gaslit him. You know what I mean? And like the fact <laughs> that that started getting thrown around, I, I knew that was going to happen because it wasn't like clearly defined like that. And I feel like exactly what you just said, it's so important that we start doing this and we start doing it more and we publicly make people uncomfortable so that they'll Mm -hmm. fucking listen. And this is what she was trying to do. And we need to be really grateful for her for being so brave and doing that because she- And also, why is it her her responsibility to educate everyone on what gaslighting is? That's true. It's like, when did did that become her responsibility? Well, I guess- because it's a, dis- I guess because of the format of the show, we're, we're discuss- it's a discussion. So it's like, I guess that's what I was a little disappointed by was that the fact that it wasn't really as clearly defined as it could have been on really a national stage where it's important to really define it for what it is because it is sneaky yeah. and it yeah. is a big umbrella and a small umbrella all at the same time. By making it so simple like that, it was really easy for people to just throw what Katie was doing to Greg, which was really, um, she was very clear but she was angry. She was angry. And I feel like it just gave people the um, clearance to kind of be like, well, you're doing the same thing. And it's like, she's not doing the same thing. Yes, I agree. It should absolutely, 
absolutely be discussed in depth with the correct definition um, on live television, but I just don't think it's her sole responsibility. Like other people need to take the onus upon themselves to educate right. themselves. Um, I was discouraged I by the, why you had that, uh, that reaction. Like, I because guess. I was discouraged by the amount of people that like thought everything mm-hmm. was fine. Like, and I guess, I guess I just was so stressed about that even going into yeah. the episode and going into that. Yeah. yeah I, I, I get it. He did say at one point, and this is just for people, this verbatim is what he said. You would have not. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, if I was the one, then you would have not let me leave. And I was like, boom, literally textbook manipulating the situation. 100%. I was like, okay, so you just admitted to everything that you Right. Anyone listening, like, please know, like, that is not good. Greg made a real ass example of himself um, by using himself, but a real Mm -hmm. example of this by using himself to show us. Um, I'm not saying he's, you know, beyond growing and learning um, you know, being better. We all are. Hmm. Um, but unfortunately he chose to show us that and, um, straight up, he, he manipulated that situation, guys. He, he did not have the right to tell her, okay, well, if I'm really the one for you, then you won't let me leave. Why are you using the fact that you are leaving as leverage to get what you want? It's not appropriate. (laughs) Um, it's not fair. Like, that's the problem there, it's, dude. And that it is, is the extremely the toxic um, and something that, you know, should be worked out before, um, you know, making big commitments and things with people. So, yeah. anyway, it was just kind of a lot. And I do kind of want to close out with one more thing, full circle, that I, I got emotional today earlier. And I was watching, I don't know if anybody is familiar, um, but... Um, Governor Andrew Cuomo of New York, he resigned today. And he's been the governor for like 10 years of New York, the whole state of New York, (laughs) Um, which is big. Mm -hmm. And he resigned today because of sexual harassment charges and 11 women coming forward and saying that um, he was inappropriate and acted um, illegally, essentially because he has a federal position and uh, he holds a, a position where he's held at a higher standard. Um, and these women that worked for him or these women that knew him knew that. Um, and it just, it just, I was emotional because he, he said this huge resignation speech. He decided to resign because everyone is calling for it or he was going to be impeached. And in his speech today, he spoke directly to his daughters. And I just, I started crying immediately. I don't know why, but all of a sudden he said to my daughters. And at that moment, regardless of his political position or who he is as a person, just him speaking to his daughters directly to the camera made me emotional. And he called, he said to them, my gems, he said, it is still very, I would never, he said, I would never intentionally disrespect a woman. Mm -hmm. And I, he said, I, I know that my daughters have more talent and more grace than I ever have. And he said, in so many ways, it is a man's world. Um, and I just started crying and I just started thinking about, um, Katie and I started I started thinking about her rage that she had and I started thinking about all these women that probably came forward and were like I don't care if he's a good guy quotations a good guy or someone that I respect or people respect I don't care who he is and that's almost what makes it even more infuriating is that even the good guys quote unquote I'm not talking about politics or anything or you know good guys people who care about their daughters and women and and have good hearts and speak from the heart which I have always thought about Andrew Cuomo just in general as a person even the good guys are doing this and don't even get it. And there are still a lot of things that he said that, you know, we're off. But 
we've never done this before. We have never unpacked this ever. And it's just so fucking messy. And I just feel like women everywhere are screaming at the top of their fucking lungs about their entire lives, Mm -hmm. you know? And I feel like all these women that came forward about him, it's like, he, it needs to be him. He needs to show people that we are screaming, please listen. Like if he resigns, will you listen? Will you look it up? Will you Google it? Will you think about it? Like, I just feel like not only did he do this to them, but men have been doing this to women for a while and treating them in ways that they don't like. Yeah, the dawn of time. Yes, women are being treated and spoken to in ways that they don't like, that they are unhappy with. We don't want our daughters to be having to deal with this. And the fact that it's so messy now hopefully will give us a better future. It's really true. It sounds cheesy, but this is how it works. Look, this whole bad guy, good guy thing, I absolutely agree. It's it, There's no binary here. Right. We live in a very binary world and so much of our lives are in that gray area. Yeah. And I just, part of me thinks it's generational. He spoke on that as well. And that's also something I appreciated. He said there I are generational- I don't think that's an excuse. It's not an excuse. It's not an excuse at all. It's not an excuse. But it's a fact. It is a fact that there are generational and cultural differences between his generation and ours. Right. But I also, like you say that, well, we say that. And then you think about, okay, well, how old were these women? Were they his age? Were they younger? Like, I don't really know. I haven't been following too much about it because it's really, um, I'm like really fucking overwhelmed with everything in the world and my life. So like, I can't watch the news right now. So no, I totally get it. (laughs) I think it's important for us to talk about. And and I, I like that we have this platform to discuss stuff like this because, you know, it's like what you were saying when we were texting earlier. You're like, I feel bad for him, but then also I'm so angry that at him. And like, yeah, right. I was talking about feel bad for him when he's done something that is clearly wrong. And there's evidence that he he did this and he was wrong. And the balance of like, not saying that I love, um, love Cuomo, but just like the balance of like feeling what's the balance of, I don't, sure, the balance of like loving loving Andrew Cuomo as a person and like knowing that he he's done a lot for the city, he's done a lot for New York, but he he, he is not it's not ex- like it doesn't excuse him. Mm-mm. And it in harassment now it means something different like it's not okay, none of it. None of it is okay. So regardless of what these women came forward with, if they were uncomfortable, it's not okay, especially by mm-hmm. a federal official, a federal position, you know, it's not okay. It's not okay. And it just made me like emotional kind of just to see him not even know, you know, like not even like get it and like try to explain it to his daughters and show them the respect that they deserve. And he wants to like, like he does want to give women respect and he wants to respect women, obviously, but like, there are obviously like things that don't connect and things that he's not getting that is not connecting, but he knows that he needs to tell his daughter something You know what I mean? And it was just so like, it just kind of like blew my mind for a minute. I was like, oh my God, he's talking to his daughters. Like imagine how they feel watching this Mm -hmm. and like having to weigh all that out and having to, exactly, having to weigh the matter of, I love Andrew Cuomo, my dad. But he did a bad thing. But he's still doing this and it's, and it's not good. Yeah. Women everywhere are screaming. Women everywhere are screaming at the top of their lungs. And I feel like even Katie sitting next to Greg was like, we're screaming. Don't talk to us like this anymore. And then yeah. the girls with Cuomo was like, we're screaming. We don't want to have this happen to us at work. In any relationship, anywhere, anytime. We don't want and it. I'm here for it, man. Yeah. Sign me the fuck up. I will back you all up with facts, knowledge, and history. 
So basically, I guess that's a wrap. Really, um, I think we covered it all. Oh, but wait, let's let's wrap up by saying, I thought it was really sweet that after Greg left, Blake comes in and then they kiss him, whatever. And he sits down. He's not even. He doesn't look at anyone else first. He just checks in with Katie. He's like, "Are you okay?" At the live finale. Oh, I missed that. Oh, mm-hmm. that is sweet. It was really sweet. They've been through a lot together. And the fact that like he also went through so much and like still like withstood the storm and was there I mean, for honestly, her at the I'm end. I'm rooting for them so hard. That's I have so much wa- faith right. in them. Me too. I do too. And I feel like I'm going to enjoy watching their tour. Her. And I yes, think that they're too. open to love, the two of them. And I think that mm-hmm. their relationship like mm-hmm. could really flourish because they're just like mature and they're ready to like do yes. that. Yes, absolutely. I think that's why I have so much faith in them. Yeah. Like, I'll be the first one to be like, they're not going to fucking last. I said that about Claire right. and Dale. Like, right. they've been on and off forever. Right. I feel like Katie and Blake are two people who can navigate this situation and be authentic and make it work if anyone can. I agree. Yeah. I was, I agree. At the end of it, I kind of was able to like take a deep breath and I was like, okay, like at least like, she had like she's happy I-, I would like to think that like at this point like at the finale mm-hmm. like after finally getting that all out at greg and just kind of like doing honestly taking a lot on her back for women everywhere on mm-hmm. live tv um i hope she's really happy and i'm gonna w- enjoy watching their tour but and like again you know, guys she really did seem happy at the end i was really ha- i was glad and again guys she just wanted somebody to be there with her at the end to be there with her, to withstand all the doubt that her family was going to have, to withstand, um, you know, the time in between the ending and the finale. She wanted somebody to do the thing with her. And the fact that she wanted that for herself and wanted to do it in a way that was on her terms means that she owes any contestant nothing. nothing. (laughs) Um, And it's unfortunate that Greg, you know, yeah, I think that he walks through the world. It's unfortunate that, I mean... He deserves things. Unfortunate for him that she ripped him a new asshole um, on ABC. I loved it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it was pretty good. It was pretty good. So relatable to just be so freaking mad, man. And it's just like... It really is that infuriating when you run into someone like that, regardless of how quick the relationship was or how quick the interaction was that you felt that. It's like... Or how many you've had over time. Like, mm-hmm. when that starts happening... It's in, it's, it enrages you and know how to recognize it at least, you know, and just like avoid it. There's a million, billion, zillion people. Go talk to someone else. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, can you leave me alone now? Thank you. (laughs) Yep. Well, all right. I've burned through like a quarter of this candle and it smells so good in here. What's the scent? It's like a summer one that Jason's mom got, like a mini That's one. Nice, and it, yeah. Yeah, I have like all these summer scents from her, and they're so nice. She's so obsessed with uh, Bath and Body Works, and which oh, is so, so funny. funny. She is such a jewelry lady. Like she has so oh, much jewelry, oh, like diamonds, sure. diamonds, gold. She loves it, like bat, like tons of it. But mm-hmm. she's not a perfume woman. Like she just likes her bed, her Bath and Body Works spritz. Like she just likes those body sprays. Probably when that store was popular, it was like something else to her, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. I just think that's so cute that she loves it. She's always gifting it to me and stuff. Um, But anyway, we will be podcasting for Bachelor in Paradise. I'm so fucking excited for (gasps) Bachelor in Paradise because we didn't get it last summer. And And David Spade! Yes, and David Spade is hosting as well as Lil Jon, which is like a riot to me. It's so funny. And just so random. Lance Bass, too. And then, um, what's his name? That guy on Unbreakable, Kimmy Schmidt. 
Titus. Oh, yes. Titus. I almost said Andronicus because Shakespeare. Right. No, that's not his I name. I his last name, but oh my God, it's going to be so freaking fun, guys. So what says fun more than an Instagram? So keep an eye out for <laughs> our Instagram. We're going to start it hopefully around when um, Batch in Paradise premieres, which is like next week or something. B-I-P. It's like, oh my God, like let us breathe. Like, oh my God, can we come up for air? Yeah, I like kind of need a little break for a minute. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> it'll be long enough. You'll be like, when is it premiere? <laughs> That's true. And it's a totally different vibe. So. so thanks for hanging out with us all through Katie's season, guys. I know that Matt's season was, um, you know, a lot of heavy things were discussed towards the end there, obviously. And same with Katie's season as well. But that's why we're here. It's why we do this. We like to break it down. And we had so much fun with you. I love this time with Aubrey and um, chatting this out. So we will see you for our next installment for Bachelor in Paradise, Bed yeah. Batch and Beyond. Later, babies. Thank you. Bye.